0: Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katzimatidis. This is John Katzimatidis, Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And uh, uh, everybody tunes in to listen to what the heck is going on in our city, our our state, our country. And uh, we have some great uh, people in the studio today. We have uh, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg, we have uh, former Congressman Peter King. Former Governor uh David Patterson and uh the used to be uh deputy mayor under Rudy Giuliani. We have uh George, 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 not not George Washington, George Washington, Rudy Washington, <laughs> <laughs> and and on my side we have Lydia Serrani, and we have one great show for you today. And uh, who do we have, uh, Lydia?
1: Right on the line with us now is the New York City Schools Chancellor David C. Banks, and he's also the former president and CEO of the Eagle Academy Foundation and the founding principal of the Eagle Academy for Young Men, the first school in a network of innovative all boys public schools in New York City and Newark, New Jersey. He's also like Lifelong New Yorker. I could go on and on. Very successful and, in the education system. And now he's
0: running uh, our education in, uh, in New, New York, York City, City. And I don't even know what to call it anymore. I used to call it the Board of Education. Well, Chancellor, uh, we hope you could do for for our uh, public, schools. Uh, public schools what what you did for those uh, charter schools. That's right.
2: Well, well, well. first of all, let me just say uh, a, a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody there and, and your listening audience. Thank you so much. Uh, John, I appreciate you having having me on. Uh, I, I've been a fan of yours for a long time, and 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 those who are in the studio with you are Rudy Washington and, and our former governor, uh, who is uh, uh, I've also been a huge fan of and have known him for many many years. Um, I thank you all for letting me be here. Listen, let me just say this. Um, I'm going to and what I'm engaged in is trying to help to transform the New York City public school system uh, To be a system of true excellence and it's it's a heavy lift There's a lot of work to do, but we have a lot of great people I want to make sure we're providing a real quality education for all young people that attend our schools And uh, and I'm gonna do a lot of things that I did at Eagle Academy But I do want to make one correction the Eagle Academies, John were not charter schools they were traditional public schools um wow and, I didn't know but that. they were very innovative public schools in the work that we were doing to help uh black and brown boys to reach a level of excellence so uh got my work cut out for me but uh, but we're up for
0: it well um, uh, you know uh, we should have a special uh, program and give you a 10-year term <laughs> john John Rudy the, Washington, for the purposes of our listeners, because I don't know if uh, our listeners know the gravity or the size of of the Department of education, if you could just uh David and John could you and by the way i i will ask david that uh, uh and uh, last week we had secretary uh uh devalon and I sent him a copy of our communications uh our radio show would the secretary, about education system in the whole country and asked them to give us an update how the education system in our city compares to the country and what we need to do. Is that yeah. the right question? Yeah, well, and, and Chancellor, if, if you could tell our listeners, because we have listeners as far as Europe and up and down the East Coast and further, further out, uh, the size of our educational system here in New York City.
2: Well, first of all, I'll tell you, we've got, there are over a million students in New York City, Um, over 900,000 that attend traditional public schools, another uh, 141,000 that attend uh, charter schools. Um, We've got uh, 1,900 schools in New York City, 1,900 schools. Uh, I mean, it's it is the largest system in the country by far. There's not even a close second. Literally 145,000 employees. Um, we've got a annual $38 billion budget. We serve over 900,000 meals a day, 170 million meals a year. Only the military comes close to the, to the level, the scale of what happens uh, in, our, in our schools. And you should just know also, uh, because these numbers are a little different. Some people get surprised when I mention this. The ethnic breakdown of our New York City schools now, forty-one percent Hispanic students, twenty-four percent black, seventeen percent Asian, and fifteen percent white. Wow. Yep, wow. I get that I get that response from everybody. Um this is a very different New York City school system than it was 20 years ago.
1: Wow. And, and tell us, what is the, the key to success? Because you were just so incredibly successful with the Eagle Academy. And how do you plan on doing what you did there and putting it into the public school system?
2: The, the theme that I'm working from here is, is, is quite simple. It's called Bright Starts and Bold Futures. Bright Starts and Bold Futures. We are making very significant investments at the earliest ages to make sure that all of our young people can read no later than the third grade. All the research tells us that if kids can't read by the third grade, you are fighting an uphill battle after that, and you have to spend so much more money and resources trying to fix something that if you get it right at the very beginning. Over the last 25 to 30 years, we changed our approach to how we even teach kids to read, and it has not worked. And, and I'm returning the New York City school system back to a time and an approach that probably all of you who are, who are in the studio uh, were part of. We learned to read through a phonetic approach to reading. We taught phonics in our schools. And along the, over the years, we, we went to something called whole language. It was a much, what was called a more progressive approach. And, and the research uh, the results are in. It has not worked for far too many kids. So we're going back to the old school, back to basics, and that's what I call bright starts. We have to ensure that everyone has a solid reading foundation at the beginning. But then at the end of that, what is the purpose of going to school? We want all of our kids to be on a pathway to, to careers uh, and economic prosperity. We don't want them to go to school just for the sake of going to school. They have to have a purpose. And uh, for far too many kids, we graduate uh, John who who graduate we give them a diploma But they don't have the skills to, to take their place in business. They don't know how money is made in America They're not civically engaged. They don't know how the system of government works So we're, we're producing young people who just don't know nearly enough and uh, and we can change that and I intend to change that and we are already putting pieces in place I'm coming up on the end of my first year here uh, and over the next several years, we, we expect to bring about dramatic change in our schools. So well, Mr. teaching Chancellor.
0: people how, how to work when they leave high school, at least, because uh, when I ran for mayor in 2013, and I had David Patterson, Governor Patterson, by my side, and Rudy Washington by my side, and Congressman King, but I lost. And uh, what I was—I t- went to Brooklyn Tech High School, which was a great high school. Yep. And I thought that we should ha- teach kids— like an aviation high school or a mechanics high school to teach kids how to work with Trades. their w- work with their hands mm-hmm. if if they don't really qualify to go to college because right. you can't not everybody could could take up calculus. I hated calculus when I went to college.
3: <laughs> By the way, uh, John John just blew my Governor? cover. I was chair of the. State Democratic Party while I was telling John in 2013, but that's okay. Friendship always trumps political association. So, so Mr. Chancellor, uh, uh, welcome to the show. Of course, you and I go way back. I remember when you were the press secretary for the attorney general of New York, Dennis Vaco. uh, But over your uh, years, uh, I was asked to approach uh, the chancellor for full disclosure about a month ago by a group of parents because there's a tremendous problem right now. They don't have enough bus drivers. And there's a child in my family that rides the bus there. And the thing about you, Chancellor, is you, you really – your creativity goes beyond the boundaries. They are trying to work with CUNY, the City University of New York, to get some of the students – to learn how to drive the buses, which would be a job for them, a well-paying job, and at the same time, they would get college credit.
1: <laughs> what a brilliant idea. My it, goodness. How
2: about that? Do you wow. want to comment on that, Mr. Chancellor? or do you just?
1: Want yes, to- yes, yes.
2: And I remember we, we spoke about that recently. You know, it's funny. Going back years ago, actually, I worked at the Attorney General's office. It wasn't with Vaco. It was with Oliver Capel. Oh, and you're, you're absolutely Abrams. right. I remember Bob Abrams years ago as well. But, um, but I think when, we, we, when you and I met... It exemplified what we are trying to do here, which is to come up with real practical examples of how we can create a good school experience for kids that will ultimately put them on a path to all kinds of jobs. Uh, we should be growing our own workforce. Uh, and we graduate 80,000 students every year from the New York City Public Schools, uh, but, but there's not been enough intentionality, if you will around getting those students placed into the healthcare field, into the transportation field, into the tech field. You know, when we talk about career technical education and career connected learning, this is, your, this is not your granddad's CTE. We're not talking about wood shop. We're, we're talking about kids having opportunities to be engaged in some real high tech stuff that gives them, where well, they've got to get real credentials. And when they come out, they can get real jobs. Uh, whether they decide to go to college or not, uh, and they can get off of mommy and daddy's payroll. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're working really hard to put a number of these things in place. Uh, Mike Bloomberg has joined this fight with us. Jamie Dimon has joined in with us. Uh, Northwell Health, uh, the largest health provider in the state, has signed on to work with us as well to provide all kinds of apprenticeship opportunities where kids not only get exposure, but they're getting paid, even while they're in high school. We want to create their aha moment. I want kids in the ninth and 10th grade to say, I've got a level of exposure, and I've been able to figure some things out. And now I know why it's important that I work really hard in my math class and my science class and my English class, because there's a, there's a goal. There's a, there's a purpose. Let me just say this finally. When you put kids on a sports field, those kids will practice football all day long. They'll do the wind sprints. They'll put in the time, effort, and the energy because they're very clear about what the goal is. They're trying to win the trophy. They wanna win the championship. And when the goal is clear, kids will work really hard. Unfortunately, in education, the goal is not clear. We just send them to school and, 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 and say, you know, maybe at some point it'll all work out for you. Uh, we have to be much more intentional and we have to make sure that kids understand the purpose of going to school. And I think when they understand the purpose, They will run as hard as anybody, and that's the kind of system that I'm trying to set up.
1: Chancellor Banks, Horace Mann famously said that education is the greatest equalizer, and we all know that it is important, of course, to learn how to read, write, and arithmetic and all that good stuff, but I think kids also need those after-school programs. Not everybody's going to be a basketball star, but studies have shown that kids that are engaged in sports, they're engaged in after-school activities, the music and the arts, they tend to do better doing their schoolwork as well. So is is that also part of the plan to try to get the uh, school system revamped?
2: Absolutely, and I'm so glad that you said that. I, I told the arts community I'm going to be the arts champion as chancellor. Um, so whether it's basketball or football or music or graphic design or chess or, you know, moot court, mock trial. That's right. Kids need time. to be engaged in things the activity itself is not nearly as important as the creating a level of camaraderie, having a sense of purpose, learning the skills and the discipline. See, when you, play, when you play a sport, it's actually less about the sport. It's about the skills that you're developing and the fact that you can't waste your time. You have to be purposeful, you have to be focused, you've gotta sacrifice, you've gotta practice. These are all the things that anyone, anyone who becomes successful at anything in life practices those same skills as a discipline Mm -hmm. and that's what we've got to help our kids to get and understand how to have that discipline that will ultimately lead to success and I will tell you our kids are absolutely brilliant the problem has never been the kids it's always been about our preparation of our kids and we've not done a good enough job but we've got really brilliant teachers who are fully committed who love these kids and are ready to go they just need more tools and that's my job, is to help give them the tools so that they can help the kids be more successful. Chancellor,
0: Chancellor David Banks, uh, thank you for coming on. And we have so much more to talk about, so we'd like to have you back in the near future. Uh, and um, New York City is lucky to have you.
2: Thank you, John. You just made my day. I really appreciate you saying that, and I look forward to coming back anytime you invite me.
0: Thank you, and thank you for what you're doing for our kids. And And uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, and and you know we run uh, I, I help run the Police Athletic League and we're having the, the uh, I think you've been to it and your brother's been to it our, our pal uh, uh, Christmas holiday party uh, this Saturday at 10 o'clock so if you're around you know where it is
2: alright I look forward to it and thank you for the invitation and, and, and Merry Christmas Happy Holidays to you and uh, everyone on your team there our governor as uh, as well as, uh, as well as your listeners thank you so thank very you. much thank you
0: This is Cats at Night on the Red
3: Apple
2: Podcast Network.